might be your anchor word for 2022 positivity and kindness can i have two i think we as a society as humans if we can be kinder we will be better the topic of today's podcast is new year's resolutions happy 2022 Tech Talk for Teachers is brought to you by Avid.org. Avid believes a single teacher can change the life of a student. To learn more about Avid, visit their website at avid.org. Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers, the podcast where teachers discuss how technology and teaching best practices can positively transform education create equitable classrooms for future-ready learners. I'm Rena Clark. I'm Paul Beckerman. And I'm Winston Benjamin. And we are educators. And we're here to share actionable teaching strategies you can implement into your classroom. Our quote for today is from J. Allen Shaw from the poem Results. Don't make resolutions without an action plan. The secret to success is right in your hands. So besides it being a poem, which I totally love because I love poetry, I like that the secret is not such a secret. It's the action plan that that you can put into place to make something happen. you got to actually do something, which is the hardest part, of course. I know. I think that's the difference between a goal and a wish. It's like, oh, I wish this would happen. But if it's a goal, I usually have some steps an action plan. And it makes me think of those SMART goals. Most educators heard of those where they are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. And you can include all those things, but without any of those checkpoints or being intentional with action, then I I almost feel like it's more of a wish. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, New Year's resolutions are very time-based, aren't they? (laughs) I mean, you hit that new year and it's like, you know, I really need to be a better person. So I'm going to do this. And We like to think it's going to last for a while. (laughs) And I also think about all of these resolutions, they're set, I call self-based. They're centered on me. Mm. Once again, otherwise it's a wish. I wish my husband would be better about taking the garbage out. That's a resolution I cannot do for him. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Uh, And you know, as teachers, when we make resolutions, it does not just impact us. It impacts our classroom. So it's kind of this this merger of those things that you talked about. So welcome to 2022, everyone. We are going to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions and education and, and things that educa- educators might put out there as a resolution. So we actually reached out on social media and just asked folks, you know, what's a New Year's resolution that you have made as a teacher? And we got a bunch of them back and we'd like to share some of those with you today and just maybe talk about them a little bit. So the first one is from Amy Schultz. She says, I made a resolution to never leave the day with more than one screen of emails in my inbox. Ooh, 
that is a bit, you know, getting out of email jail is a real thing, <laughs> you know, trying to, to get through those. That's a self-preservation thing. There's different size screens though, Amy. And <laughs> there's true. like, is it on my little, can I scroll? <laughs> now, if it's one, one page on your phone, you're down to about five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate your thought about that. And maybe that helps you with your, how you think about it. I know someone else, I, it was okay for me not to respond for 24 hours, but I need to respond because otherwise I can become overwhelmed. I know in my inbox this morning, I had like 156 emails. And similarly, Amy, I was like, I have to get through my email to feel like it's okay. Yeah. And I feel <laughs> like this obligation to respond ti- in a timely manner because people are counting on me. Um, so, you know, there's some some practicality to that too, because you you do stay on top of it and you don't get totally buried. So nice, nice idea. But maybe you look at the title, you look at it and you give yourself a note to respond later. <laughs> True. Yeah. You can yeah. scan your inbox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our next quote is from Robin Illick and they said, joy and learning must coexist. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And we had, I remember another uh, episode where we had some some input from teachers and their whys and things like that. And that joy theme came out and learning should be fun. And that, that serves our students and us, right? Yeah, both for educators and students. And I think this is also good for admin to think about and even as a larger system. How do we find and exploit joy in connection to learning? And we've talked about it over and over again. It's really hard to learn something when you have no joy at all. Right. And if you can instill that joy, that learning will not stop. You know, that will continue on long past the classroom. I, we've, we've got a couple principals in the district that do what's called Fun Friday. And it's really to get the staff having fun together so they have that connection to each other. So here's another uh, quote. This is from Rachel Pelquin. She says a goal or a resolution is leaving work at work with two exclamation points. I don't, you're married to an educator. I'm married to an educator. Good on you, Rachel. That does not happen at my (laughs) (laughs) Might be a good goal. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. It depends on what you mean by that. (laughs) So there, I think setting boundaries is a healthy thing, right? We've mm-hmm. talked about this before, and I think this um, resolution kind of gets at that. Mm-hmm. And being okay with leaving work at work and it not feeling guilty about having time for yourself and your family. Uh, I've been working on that and even trying to tell some of my coworkers, like, it's okay to leave on time because you have a different commitment and not feel guilty. You don't need to apologize to me because you're leaving on time. But we have this, for some reason, I know educators in particular are apologizing all the time. Oh, I'm so sorry, because I can't do the extra work. (laughs) Our next quote is from Julie McClure McChesney. um, And they say, taking care of yourself isn't about me first. It's about me too. That's a really interesting perspective. Not me first, but me too. There's that balance there. Um, because really taking care of herself, sometimes we can feel like that's a selfish thing, but it's not, it's not me first necessarily, but it's me too. I also deserve to be taken care of. 
And we're in that service business, and I kind of relating to what we just spoke about, it's hard for educators to see that. But I like the idea of it coincides. And when I think of me too, it makes it sound like I'm part of this other group and we're a team. And in order for us all to thrive, we all need to be taken care of. And that includes me. Me first sounds like I exist outside of my community and my classroom. And that's not true. You're actually part of it and coexist. So I just like that perspective. I think I'm going to use that. There you go. Our next quote is from Valerie Jeffrey. And she says, amidst the daily crazy, be thankful for at least one meaningful connection each day. Oh, someone of my own heart. I know we've talked about our whys and that is, you know, every student having some type of positive interaction or reason for being there. And so kind of flipping that around ourselves, one meaningful connection. And then really being intentional about finding that meaningful connection, maybe even putting it in a gratitude journal, write that one connection each day, all of a sudden a week, you got five, a month, you have, you know, 20, 25. And um, you can look at that and feel a bit better about your, your experience. There's a this, this just happened to me a couple of weeks ago, I I was subbing uh, in fifth grade classroom because we were subbing to help fill for the sub shortage. And uh, we were going to lunch, walking down to lunch. And this, this little fifth grader says, so how do you like subbing? And I said, well, the challenge for me is I'm so much about relationships and, and such and getting to know people. And that's hard for me because we've just met. And she looks at me and says, well, I like that. Let me introduce myself to you again. <laughs> it was so cute. So sweet. It was. It really was. Yeah, and I like that you pointed out the subbing because last time I was subbing, I'm on a rec- I was doing recess duty, um, subbing and helping them out there. And even in that context, being outside with kids running around, is I was able to have a meaningful connection with a student who was feeling upset or lonely, or I'm hoping. You know, if I can make that meaningful connection with that student, hopefully their day's a little better. I know mine was, so similarly. Yeah, yeah. And they're okay, this is another student in that same class. I could tell that he was a really bright student and um, probably was already past the work that had been assigned for the day. So it was about moons. There was something about moon cycles and things like that. And I could tell he was kind of a techie. You science teacher. I know. So... <laughs> I said, there's, I thought that there were like some websites, you know, where you could explore the moon virtually. Do you think you could find something like that for me? He worked so hard because I valued what he brought to the table, but we made a connection through that, that little challenge. It was fun. I love it. Micro connections as well. Micro. (laughs) All right. So we have another response. And actually this response comes from Daniel Reyes, who we've had on the show before. Hey, Daniel. Hey, um, keep your cup full so you can fill others. Focus less on content and more on meaningful connections. Allow students to be agents of their learning with voice, choice, and self-reflection. Stress less and move more. Work with students to select one word to anchor 2022 goals. There's a lot packed in that. And you can't see this on the podcast, but if you go to Twitter and find it, um, she's got this great picture of this um, anchor goals thing that she had her students do. And each student did that. They chose a keyword that was going to be their anchor goal. And I like that, that word anchor goal. 
almost more than a New Year's resolution because it anchors you through the year. It's really cool. I can connect to so many things. So on Twitter, it's at DReyesEDU. Um, and I was even thinking back to that word of joy. So maybe that's their anchor word is joy and how that connects to all the work. And actually, it's funny as I say that the middle of this pic- picture, huge is the word joy. So <laughs> it's not I'm not alone in thinking about joy. So cool. So here's another resolution. This is from Mark Peterson at Dassel. He says more feedback, fewer grades, better communication. I was just reading about this where it's more feedback, fewer grades. But I also was talking to a teacher about how it wasn't that they weren't going to provide feedback, but they can't provide feedback on everything. So they're going to give more intentional feedback on less. (laughs) Well, if you spend less time grading and more time giving feedback, I mean, you're putting your energy in a place that's more formative and it's going to make a bigger difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lots of good things. All right, our next one is from Lisa Smith. And although I have retired, ooh, a retired educator. Still making goals. There you go, I like it. Although I've retired, well, they didn't take that other one where they leave work at work, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. they just left work forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although I have retired, I always made a resolution to do January like six- September. September is fresh with new kids, new materials, etc. January is long, but I always love the great learning. September again. I feel like that's a song, Paul. September again. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I love that, that mindset. You know, I never really thought of it in those terms. But yeah, think of January as the start of the new year. Because we're always fired up for the start of the new year, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on your level or kind of where you're located, I know around here we just started a new try. So they have new kids just for two weeks. They're building some relational capacity. But really, it's a brand new batch of students for them, for many Mm -hmm. of them. You know what a new try is? It's try again. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Learn, try, fail, try again. (laughs) That's right. Every every new year, every January. (laughs) Uh All right. Let's jump into the toolkit, Rena. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. For me, I was thinking about this and really utilizing calendar and email. Um, I love the idea of creating emails to myself that I automatically can set up to send to me later on in the year. You can do that with on your calendar as well. But sometimes it's good you do, you know, the if I really have a resolution or as we said goal, I do a, you know, you can do a 24-hour a, a week a month check-in. And then if you want it to be longer over the the year or if you have that anchor word, it could be just an email I'm sending to myself monthly or whatnot every two weeks it says, "How did you implement joy in your work?" this these last two weeks and kind of provide a journal and then I have something to look at but I love the automatic emails to yourself that's <laughs> magical my I'm going to jump on the technology train here too and I'm going to say you know as you're looking for new year's resolutions and ways to be kind to yourself look for the efficiencies that technology can provide I think one of the greatest benefits of technology is if we can save ourselves time 
to put more time into the relationships in our classroom. So auto-scoring quizzes and knowledge checks. If we don't have to take time doing that, we can interact with our students about what they're learning. You know, an LMS to organize and manage paper flow. That paper flow thing is real, you know, trying to keep track of everything. Grade management. Um, maybe flipping a lesson so you can pull a, a teacher station and have kids come work with you. Um, there are just so many efficiencies that we can maybe find in technology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Technology can amplify the human in the classroom. Ooh, I like that. One thing. It's time for that one thing. One thing. I guess my one thing is back to that. It almost goes back to the quote and thinking about what everyone wrote in. Um, without an action plan, it's just a wish. And that's kind of my... <laughs> and in order to make wishes come true, you need to turn it into a goal and have a plan. I like it. A couple different quotes really stuck with me. Um, one was... But treat January like the beginning of the school year. That's just, I just like that idea. It just, just flips the mindset, you know, and, and makes it all fresh. And then I also like that, that anchor goal, you know, having something to really frame your consciousness and your attitude. It's not even necessarily like you'd think of a traditional New Year's resolution. It's more of a mindset resolution, which I really like. So thinking of the anchor goal, I don't know if you're prepared for this. What might be... Your anchor word for 2022. Positivity and kindness. Can I have two? Yeah. I think we, as a society, as humans, if we can be kinder, we will be better. I've really latched on. I've used it. It was someone else's, but I really love the word joy because I think that can mean a lot of different things. And you saw it in, and you saw it in Danielle's little chart. Yeah, I mean, it's just popping out at me. And actually, an admin I work with, I know that's one of her anchoring philosophy. She has that word, similar we talked about how my brother has the word yes in his office. Her word is joy. Um, I love the word yes, but I think I'm just going to go with joy. I only need one, but I do agree with yours. (laughs) (laughs) Likewise, right back at you. Say, uh, okay, I, I said this last year, but I just love it. So I guess it again. What is a New Year's resolution, Rena? It's something that goes in one year and out the other. <laughs> That's worth saying twice because last year went out the other year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. So, do you know, why do you need a jeweler on New Year's Eve? A jeweler. Jeweler. Um. To ring in the new year. Okay, okay. Well, what did the little champagne bottle call his father? This one, I definitely think I would know because the champagne bottle goes pop. Hey, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, this isn't a joke, but an optimist stays up until midnight to see that New Year's Eve comes in, and a pessimist stays up to make sure the old year leaves. So there's an anchor for you as we sign off for today. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Tech Talk for Teachers. We invite you to visit us at avidopenaccess.org, where you can discover resources to support student agency, 
equity, and academic tenacity to create a classroom for future-ready learners. We'll be back here next Wednesday for a fresh episode of Tech Talk for Teachers. And remember, go forth and be awesome. Thank you for all you do. You make a difference.